0: Or do you want to introduce yourself for the people? (laughs) Hey, everybody. My
1: name is Joseph Baker, and I'm a comic book writer from Memphis, Tennessee.
0: Yeah. And a student of anthropology. Anthropology. Woo! We have a class together. That's why I'm interviewing Joseph, because I feel like he has a unique perspective on... Like, so the topic for today is digital art, and obviously... You like comics, and you're a comic book writer yourself, and you know a little bit about anthropology. So, you're interested in comic books, and you're a comic book writer. How have digital art tools played a role in making the creation of comic art easier?
1: I only know from a a little bit from a consumer and a little bit of a producer standpoint, but like digital. When you say digital art, do you mean just digital art tools like having access to apps like Procreate and yeah. digital pens? And I, th- I think from, a, from the creation of comics, it has a lot um, to do with um, the process that goes from the initial work of the, pencil, the penciling, the line, the line artist mm-hmm. um, who's doing the initial illustrations. Because when making a comic, there's several stages. There's, there's the sketches then uh the, the the initial artist who's usually credited as the artist who draws the image then there's an uh inker who who whole job is to, to ink the line work and then there's a colorist who goes in and colors over that so it's a three man or three person job most of the time so i was talking about how like like um the processes of, of making comics and how there's several stages of, of illustration that goes into it there's the initial illustration there's an an artist that's called an inker that goes in and just inks over the work, Mm -hmm. and there's a colorist. Um, But since comics, you know, even in the 90s, uh, Todd McFarlane, who's most known for his his run of Spider-Man, but also, of course, Image Comics and creating Spawn, uh, he he is one of the earliest examples of an artist, I think, that implemented digital work into part of his career um, early on. Um, and now that's the you know for a lot of artists it is the standard. So my, I, I, what I was what I was initially getting to is that with a lot of I'm gonna use the example of Disney Star Wars comics uh, specifically the Crimson Dawn and um, Doctor Aphra comics the colorist on there um, is it, it's, it's of course digital coloring which has become the norm now with most comics. Is um, is done by, and it's not even a person's name, no first and last name, just like something something FX. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, the creator is going by a totally different alias um, because they're they're working on so much. So for 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 Marvel in this instance, um, and it it's, a lot of times is more than one person doing this coloring. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but uh, I would say um, that digital has become a big part of the mainstream of of the workforce for comics creation.
0: Okay, so I don't know much about comics myself. Are there comics with like the Miles Morales Spider-Man? Oh yeah. Okay, so have those, would you say that like, were those before the movie? Oh yeah,
1: so here we go. This is, you're seeing me in my happiest day. Brian Michael Bendis is my favorite comic book writer. Of all time, we have the same birthday, and we're both Jewish, which makes me really happy. But he's so awesome. Um, he um, has created a lot of. There he is, right there, actually. Oh. Um, he has created a lot of characters. Um, uh, what kind of forever? comes out this Friday on the 11th, and we're seeing another Bendis character, Ironheart, Riri Williams, the the female Iron Man. Uh, she's being interesting to you there. But Brian Michael Bendis who initially wrote a comics run um, called Ultimate Spider-Man, which is about Peter Parker. Eventually it was time for, for Peter Parker to die and for there to be another Spider-Man, and that another Spider-Man was Miles Morales. And a lot of uh, Bendis wrote that initial run of, of uh, Miles Morales' comics. There was even an event, um, I can't pinpoint the exact date, but The Amazing Spider-Man had just come out with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. And There's an event in the comics going on called Spider-Man, which Peter Parker and Miles Morales met, and this mm-hmm. kind of started this whole idea of a Spider-Verse. Multiverse, yeah.
0: Spider-Verse, yeah.
1: So that's that will go into the the Spider-Man, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie coming out in 2023. Okay, so. But yes, there were there were Miles Morales comics before the movie.
0: Were those digital, or or like, do you know if he created those digitally?
1: um I forget the name of the artist that worked with him. Um, on that initial run. Because
0: I was going to ask, like, how has, if it were digital, I guess it doesn't even matter. Like, how does the art in the comics that are, like, hand-drawn differ from the movie or comics that are digitally animated?
1: Um, I think that sequential, comic books... In, as a form of storytelling, are closer to film than they are to literature um, in, a lot of, in, a, in a lot of ways. Like, there is, the la- of course, the literary aspect of comics,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: the, um, it's sequential art. Yeah. Um, the first thing any comic book artist will tell you is to study cinematography so you can understand like, how to show your story sequentially in an interesting way. For the form that is comics, um, so I would say that. Um, are you talking about how like it impacts it?
0: Well, I was just gonna.
1: Because this this was the comic I was talking about. By the way.
0: Yes, I feel like how did the style like? I mean, you can see how the styles differ if you do a side by side picture of the the comic versus the animated movie. But like, right. how has that? Difference uh, like affected, like, you as a fan? Like, did were you excited oh. when you saw the new animation? Or, oh. well, I would say.
1: honestly, I would just use an example of, 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 of our, our comics today versus comics from the 70s. because um, for the longest time, if you go to pick up any old comic book, it's printed on newsprint paper,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: if it, let's use 70s Marvel comics as an example. Um, those comics are printed on newsprint paper. Um, I mean, you pick up a comic from today, right, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of a glossy, a glossier paper, it's going to be better constructed, here, let's just pull one out here, just
0: one out. and examine it. I'll insert a picture or something.
1: So it's a more glossy, it would be kind of in line with a magazine when you think about the material, when you think about a magazine page it is the same yeah. texture and it also allows it to smell very good um <laughs> as well as there's a certain sheen to the paper when you look at this paper yeah that newsprint paper doesn't have but also the way that, that affects what you can print on the page mm-hmm. you're able to do i think comic book art has drastically improved no disrespect to the people that come before us but it's improved in its ability to, to go into Worlds like realism, but also surrealism. When you can add more attention to detail, digital yeah. art also, like. I mean, I don't know. Let's find. Yeah, this is an example of something that, like, because they were able to on an iPad probably zoom in on this image here of, of the scary. celestial and and do all those little details mm-hmm. in the background. Um, it just improves.
0: It's more intricate. Right? Have sure. you seen
1: those videos on the internet where it's like it's an, it's always zooming in and it's like. It, it's one image and then like it takes you somewhere totally else where like it's like it zooms into like one thing but then it's like a totally different landscape inside of like, an ear or oh, something yeah there's videos yeah. on tiktok and stuff yeah. like i feel like that's something that that comic artists use for these big sequences, especially like something like a big two-page spread where you have like something big going on mm-hmm. something huge and dynamic yeah so i would say that the digital art has benefited the overall artistic processes but also the advancements in the physical book over time allow us to have a more desirable product. Yeah. If that makes like this is something that like I get excited about getting every week, you know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um so is your like how does your idea I guess this kind of goes with what I was asking, but like and it doesn't have to necessarily stay on the topic of comic books but how does your idea of digital art differ from the idea that you have a physical art
1: um digital art i feel like people treat it that like it's not tangible but digital that would be the same if if you think about it as something physical analog right like you think about all the songs that were recorded on reel-to-reel for the majority of history before digital recording was standardized in the early 2000s and the late 90s, like, if you were to discredit that as, like, not music because it wasn't recorded digitally, that'd be ridiculous, and I'd say that's the same argument I have here, but I think the world that open that digital art opens to people, I, look, I think about someone like my brother who is someone who is actively pursuing a career as an artist, a tattoo artist specifically. But his tool, his main tool, where he draws up his sketches for his tattoos, um, but also for his work, I'm working on a comic book with him, like where he is able to do all these different layers on this app called Procreate, where he'll have a sketch layer and then an ink layer and then a color layer, or various layers of, of shading and different textures that come with digital art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the access, it's a lot about access to digital art, Yeah. because... A kid can't afford all these crazy paints and tools, but they can afford a digital emulation of it, you know?
0: Yeah, so, well, I'll, with that point, I'll bring up AI and AI generators that you can access on the internet, like um, the, what is it called, the Dolly? Dolly, so? yeah, Dolly Dolly, I've and, used that one before. I, yeah, I've seen a lot about it on the internet. I've never used it myself, but like, that just goes to show. Even with like, even if you don't have a lot of fancy tools, you can. If you have an idea, you can put something into a generator, and maybe right. it's not you necessarily creating it, but it's yes. it's your idea.
1: I think that I actually had a conversation with my coworker about this recently. Uh, my my conversation rather was, uh, do you think that eventually we'll have. AI artists, not uh, by AI artists, I mean a person that is producing artwork and saying that they created mm-hmm. it, but they're using a digital software to make it like Dolly. Mm. And I was like, well, how do we react to that? Do we actually act impressed by this person's ability to type some keywords into something? Like, um, because and eventually, when, when AI does gain consciousness and take over, like, will will AIs pursue our career? But that's that's a more ridiculous tangent but my first statement i think is is pretty interesting in the idea of um because i my experience with with the ai art is that i put in a prompt of something i wanted to see and then i put in the style of mm-hmm. so like yeah show me avengers tower in the style of Bekinsky. Right. Yeah. Or show me um, Superman in the style of Super- Salvador Dali, or, or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and I think like that is my understanding of, of AI art, because I don't really see... I mean, it, it's really just like another way to do something. Yeah. Um, but it's a different... It's a more narrow-focused thing. There's way less... Um, it's something more... It's like It's honestly like painting with a search, is what it feels yes. like.
0: Yeah, it's like you don't. I mean, obviously, since it's not you creating it, you don't get as much creativity with it. You get more of like a like it's maybe something you you would have never thought of yourself right. since it's AI. But it's like with yourself, you can change direction when you're going through a painting. You don't get the process. It's right. it's it's
1: something that's generated for yes. you instead of yeah. And that would that would bring me to like, where is the where is the creative outlet in that it, it is satisfying it satisfies our 21st century uh, instant gratification brains
0: mm-hmm. right like yeah. we
1: want to be that's why we have social media like and we have um like clickbait news is because people desire instant gratification so mm-hmm. to be able to like want an image like if I told you how badly I wanted to see Dr. Doom show up in this Black Panther movie coming out on a Friday I could I could definitely tell something to give me that, but it isn't that. It's an emulation of an idea. Yeah. But but I do think that the digital art, I think that it opens up a for the creation of new work, for new art, I think it opens up a new way to get inspired, to show you something you haven't seen before, but I wouldn't really call that making art. Now, if they could create a version of Dolly where you could go in and like, if it gives you like almost like a visual yeah. prompt, and you loosely follow that for whatever creation you're making like that's to me that could be that's, that's more hard. of that's hard. yeah but like if you're just typing in I'm gonna use an example of one I've made before Dr. Doom standing in front of a Lincoln Memorial mm-hmm. in Washington DC that's you're just I mean that's gonna probably look pretty good because there's <laughs> a lot of source material for the computer Dr. Yes. Dr. Doom and the Lincoln Memorial are two very there's lots of pictures of that in the grand scheme of our digital world. So, they could definitely do that. Um, But it wouldn't really be, the computer is just pulling stuff, that already exists.
0: Okay, you kind of mentioned this a little bit, with, like you said, you said that AI will, I know you were joking, will like overtake humanity. And gain consciousness, which to some extent I agree with. But do you think in the future that digital art will become more popular than physical art? I sure
1: hope not. Um, I think that it allows. I think that it does satisfy the imagination. I mean, like I don't think that things. I I don't think it's a a negative thing. But I also don't. I think. I think. to to, to view it I don't know, remember when NFTs were coming out a few months ago and everybody was like this is changing currency and this, that, and the other. It did not. I don't think that that's that, you know, it's not... We're not
0: going to have any like major systematic changes. Right.
1: I'm I'm, I'm saying the creation of Dolly and all these digital AI art programs, it's not going to change the world, right? Like, there's Mm -hmm. no... If anything, it just creates it does create demand and there is a a a new there is a new lane added to the highway of art if that makes sense yeah but there's it's not satisfying a need that probably was already being met it's making something a little bit easier but i think that it's like digitally animating three-dimensional characters in a digital space like Mm -hmm. like um I forget the name of the program I have on my computer. Like, if I were to get 3D models, I have 3D models downloaded of, like, Darth Vader and Buffett Fett and multiple other characters that already exist, and I have them colorized and everything, and I can insert them into a three-dimensional space and um, and move them around and move the digital camera around um, and almost and, and capture individual frames like that. I could definitely make a comic book like that, right? Yeah. And that, I would say, is, is if you were going to... That's the furthest I would go with that. With um, digital art, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say that. You know, you wouldn't want to make a comic book, but there's no sequen- there's no sequentialness that comes with the algorithm of digital like Dolly. I don't think you could. You'd have to be really specific about your prompts and stuff. But, yeah. Like I don't think that it will be implemented there. I think there's a there are uses that are practical for programs like Dolly, mm. but I don't think. That it isn't changing all of art as a whole.
0: Yeah, I feel like the trend with it right now is just like something. It's fun. You can create like French fries on a hat. Or like you right. can, yeah, like, you can just like something tell that it to you do might something. never see. Right.
1: Or like it can make weird stuff and like you can. You're like
0: Abe Lincoln eating a potato. Right. I'm very focused on potatoes, I guess, French fries. And I don't know. But, okay, I'll ask you this. Um,. What do you think? You know what webtoon is?
1: Somebody, my coworker Wyatt was asking me. It's like it's like a it's like Wattpad for manga. <laughs> is basically right. With not that, right? not
0: necessarily like manga, but like any like story with art. Like there are cartoons as well. So like, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, how how do you feel about that? Where people can basically like publish their it. own I love it yeah
1: I mean I was I was going to talk about how digital art because art is a physical for the most part physical tangible thing mm-hmm. I've well there was a long time in my life where I had never seen a Salvador Dolly painting with my own eyes or a Jackson Pollock painting with my own eyes but then I went to a museum and finally got to see them but I already had a relationship with these paintings beforehand Mm -hmm. but seeing them in person is different. Uh, But also, like, I have a subscription to this thing that was bought out by Amazon called Comixology, which on my phone, I have access to... uh, Hey, Brian. I have access to... I mean, this is just one of thousands of comics on here. Mm. I've just got tons of them. Um, And I think that...
0: It's called Comicology? Comixology. I think that...
1: But also, like, the idea of something where people can create... Publish their own mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, like if, if we were to get into the conversation of like digital music marketplaces and how drastically different the world is, like in imagine what music we would have memorialized forever if if SoundCloud and Bandcamp existed in the seventies or the sixties. Yeah, like those. I mean, I I view I think that you know, like there's a lot of music on Spotify and Apple Music and and YouTube especially. But, like, um, Bandcamp, I think, is a really unique place for creators, for people that are actively creating music, to, to have a relationship with the people that are interested in their music. The way that, like, the tagging system and preview system works on Bandcamp and how the, the, the communal aspect exists there, same way in a place like Webtoons, I suppose, where it's like a community creator relationship
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, that's actively going on, where there's something to look forward to, there's something happening. Um, yeah, I think that, the, gosh, I gotta check out this web student's website now because see a second person to bring it up to me and I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, that's a cool tool.
0: Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add about digital art? Any other opinions that you I have?
1: Think, I think that digital art is an exciting tool. Um, I mean, I can speak for myself. I have a on my phone and my iPad, I have the Procreate app and I have an Apple Pencil, and you can often find me sketching there and creating new layers and doing different things. Um, but, you know, I haven't traded it in for the paper and pen. I still, I still prefer to work with something physical. Um, but it is a great tool, and I have used it a lot. So that's all I have to say. Thanks for having me on the podcast.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining, and I can't wait to have you on again when you're famous for your comic books. Thank you. Okay.